What's up guys, Jason Titus here, coming to you with episode 11 of the Jason Titus Experience. Hey, in this podcast, what I normally talk about is business, uh, high performance, and how do you live your ideal life. And here I share with you practical steps, practical tips around how you can um, just implement and change little things every day that you can start to live your ideal life sooner than you think. Today's episode, what I'm going to go through, I'm going to cover how do you deal with self-doubt? How do you deal with doubt? So let's kick it off. Let's jump into the episode and um, let me tell you some things that you should do, where it comes from and why you've been doing what you've been doing. All right, guys. Um, hey, episode 11 of the Jason Titus Experience, talking to you guys about how to deal with self-doubt. And um, this is something that really pisses me off, right? Self-doubt pisses me off more than anything in the world, purely for the fact that um, I dealt with it for so long. I dealt with it for so long in my business um, I dealt with it for so long in my life. I dealt with it, um, and I, I believe we all deal with it in, in some way or form. But what pisses me off the most is where it comes from, right? So let me tell you, let me tell you first about where um, self, self-doubt comes from. And um, have you guys ever heard of the, of the saying, of, not, it's not a saying, um, of the stat that we have 70 thousand thoughts a day. The average human um, has around 70,000 thoughts a day. They say that um, females have more uh, than guys, but the average uh, the average human has 70,000 thoughts a day. That is a lot of thoughts. And um, the thing that's crazy is that 80% of our thoughts are not our own. Just let that sink in for a second, right? 80% of our thoughts, the things that we think about all the time, the things that we think about, the things that we believe, that like, they're not our own. So we're not even thinking about, we, we, we don't, we're so far from having a true understanding about what we think about a particular situation because 80% of the shit that we think about is someone else's thoughts. It's from it's from somewhere else. So that in itself is the reason why we all suffer so much from this thing called self doubt. Because self doubt is um, it, it originated from from from, from those from those from that eighty percent of thoughts, right? And um, I'm for me, right? For, for me, my parents uh, were both business owners. Both my parents were business owners. And um, the reason why I stalled on going um, all in on my business was purely for the fact of self-doubt. But what, what got me the most was I wasn't listening to my true self. I wasn't listening to actually what I knew I could do. I wasn't listening to the fact of the value that I knew that I could deliver to the, to the, to the market. But not even that, I, I wasn't listening to the value that I could deliver to this world and to people, right? And if for that, you might think that's a little bit woo-woo, but that is when, what it looks like when you truly listen to yourself. 
you spend all of your time in your own thoughts and not 80% of the time in everyone else's thoughts or what everyone else is thinking. And I see this so often, right? I see this so often when, when I'm coaching guys that um, that they say that they don't want to go all in on their business just yet because it's too risky. But they've never been in business. They've never started up a business. So how do they know it's risky? How do they know it's hard? They've never done it before. Because they're spending all of their time listening to someone else's opinion. And that's just all it is. It's someone else's opinion. I'm not saying that business isn't hard. I'm not saying that what they're feeling is not valid. What I'm saying is that they haven't experienced it for themselves. And they're not talking about it from their own, what they know for themselves. They're talking about it from someone else's standpoint. And who's to say that other person just wasn't good at business, right? Like, I'm no good at swimming. I'm no good at swimming. And if I said to Michael Phelps, man, swimming is so hard. Like, when you're in the water, you you go so slow because the water's pushing against you. What would, like, would... Him knowing what he's lived, being like a record-breaking Olympic, um, you know, gold medalist, he would laugh at me. He would think, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. But for me, that experience is true. I'm slow in the water. I'm slow in the pool. But for him, it's something different. So it, it begs the question, why are we listening to everyone else and, and the doubts that they've got about themselves in business or in relationships or in um, whatever we want to achieve. You know, I I live in Sydney, right? So the the housing market in Sydney is crazy at the moment. Um, But why why is everyone saying that that it's so hard to get in the market? Well, it's only so hard to get in the market if you don't have enough money. And why don't you change that, how much money you're able to get, through maybe working another job, maybe starting up a business, maybe doing anything. Like, there's heaps of ways you can make money. What happens if you change that and then all of a sudden it's easy to get into the market? Maybe if you change your perspective of where you want to live or the standards you have to hold or the living up to the Joneses, maybe then it'll be easier to get into the market because you don't have to buy this house that's brand new right on the water at bloody Bondi Beach. You can live a life that you want to live. Maybe Maybe you don't want to buy in Bondi. Maybe you want to buy in bloody Byron Bay and you want to live where it's peaceful and quiet and still near the ocean. But people are so caught up and you, you can hear I'm getting a bit frustrated. I'm, I know I'm blabbing, blabbing on a little bit here, but I'm trying to make a point that, that self-doubt, it originates from listening to other people's bullshit. Let their bullshit be their bullshit. If someone else sucked at business, don't let them put that shit on you. You're going to be great at business. You know why? Because you've made a decision to go all in and to make it work, whatever the cost, whatever it takes. And you won't fail because you'll keep going forever and ever and ever. You'll keep going and you'll find a way to have a successful business. But that guy who was just dabbling and who just got into business just because he wanted to make a quick buck, yeah, business was hard for him. 
You know why? Because he wasn't in it for the right reasons. And he wasn't thinking about the long game. He was thinking about how can I make a quick buck and then go do whatever with it. Go do whatever he, whatever he planned to do with it. Probably go and impress someone or whatever. But I want to tell you the, the way, the, the easiest way to deal with self-doubt is stop listening to everyone else's shit. Go and listen to what you truly know and what you truly believe about yourself, about your business. Ask yourself some hard questions. Ask yourself some hard questions around, do you know what people are looking for in the market when you're starting up a business? Do you understand the property clock and when to buy property and when not to buy property? Because there's a, the right time to buy, which is when the market's low and you can get in for a really good price, or there's the wrong time to buy when the, um, when the market is at a peak and it's just about to burst. And if you jump in when it's just about to burst, or that guy that you're speaking to for it, and he's either just unloading his shit on you just because he wants to ramble, or you're asking him advice on property, and he says, nah, man, don't buy property, that's dumb, you'll lose all your money because he jumped in at the end of 2007 and then he, bam, got hit by the, um, the GFC and all of a sudden, his experience is, if you invest in property, you're going to lose all your money. Yeah, you did, but I don't have to. But then I can promise you, if you waited two years after or maybe not even a, a year after that, when everyone's selling and everyone's completely scared about the market and they're selling, selling, selling because they're trying to get rid of all their debt, all of a sudden... A house that a year and a half ago was worth, you know, a million dollars is now on the market for 500k. You'd be crazy not to buy it. And the guy who bought it at 500k, he's going to tell you, you know what? It's a great idea to buy property because you can make 500k in a couple of years' time. But that's what I'm talking about. Don't listen to anyone else's crap. Make your own rules. Make your own rules. Make sure you actually know the game you're talking about. If you're, if you're about to go play basketball, let me stay on that example that I t- told you about Michael Phelps. Um, if I'm jumping into the market, and, and I'm not jumping into the market, if I'm jumping into the swimming pool against Michael Phelps, I better know how to beat him before I start talking shit about if I can win or if I can't win or, or whatever. But if, if I'm dishing out advice and I've beaten Michael Phelps, Man, that's good advice. I know what's going on because I've actually learned the game that I'm supposed to be playing. I've put in the hard work, I've learned the game, and I've mastered the craft. That's the difference. Learning and mastering the craft. How do you deal with self-doubt? Become the best at what you do. And I promise you, if you're the best at what you do and you can be an absolute, like, you know the value, the things that you've got to offer is better than everyone else's, right? A friend of mine owns, owns a cafe. His food is better than everyone else's. And he knows that. And he can be confident that he can go open up another cafe and people are going to flock there because he, his food is better than everyone else's. It's just, it's just how it is, right? He's gotten countless write-ups uh, from food critics, from food bloggers and all this type of stuff. Because of the fact that he has put in the hard work, he's put, he, he makes the best food, um, him, his team, his chefs, everyone is making the best food because that's what they know. And 
but you talk to a, a, another guy, man, yeah, nah, it's, it's, it's really hard opening up cafes. You know why? Because you're opening up um, a generic, boring cafe with crap food that no one wants, and they'd be better off and safer buying it from somewhere else because they're going to get sick if they eat your crappy food. That's why your cafe failed. So I'm, I'm super fired up in this episode purely for the fact that I... I I come up against it all the time when I'm um, when I'm coaching and when I'm working through some really big stuff with people um, and some of the guys in the Ambition Academy in my program that all of these things that are stopping them doing from what they what they want to do is based off doing what someone else told them to do, but they don't even really know why they're doing it. I'm not like. I'm all for advice and, and, and learning from other people's mistakes, all for it. But don't make that the basis of how you run your life. If you just blindly, someone tells you, yeah, yeah, do this or don't do that. And you just blindly say, yeah, okay, cool, thanks. And you just do it or don't do it. That's just stupidity. Like that's literally just being a robot and being told what you do. And that's, that's a conversation topic for another day because that is... Um, that's the thing with the, this society and the, our generation is the fact that we're, we're so conditioned from a young age just to do what we're told. Literally, like school is just going to school and you sit there and get told what to do and then you get told when to leave and you're told when to come back and listen about what you should do again later on, the next day. Stuff that. I'm like... Don't keep playing that game if you don't want to play it. If you want to play it and you just want to live your life like a robot, go ahead, play the game. Good luck to you. But if you don't want to do something about it, change it. So to answer the question at at the start of this podcast, how to deal with self-doubt, two things. Don't listen to other people's bullshit. Second thing, Become the best at what you do. Become the best at what you do. And you don't have to wait till you are the best. I want to tell you, start becoming the best and start living, acting, and being the best from that time you make that decision. From that time you make the decision, you know what, this is what I'm going to do in the rest of my life. This is what I'm passionate about. Push all your chips in and start acting like you're the best. Start doing everything that the best would do. Okay, I know this episode's gone on for a while, but I just want to talk about um, Conor McGregor. I don't know too much about UFC. I know a little bit about his story, and um, I watched his documentary and stuff like that, and I've kind of been following him since um, just before the, the Floyd Mayweather fight and everything. And sorry, I'll just take a break, just take a sip of water here. And the thing, the thing that I love about Conor, and it's even come out even more after, um, after he fought, uh, fought Floyd, was he, his mindset and, and just the, the way that he looks at things and the way he looks at opportunities and he looks at life. But he was calling out Aldo. If you know anything about, about um, UFC, you might even correct me on some of this stuff, but it doesn't matter. The, 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 the point is not that much in the story, but the way he conducts himself. That... Um, 
he had only been, from what I understand, Aldo was in the UFC for 10 years. He was undefeated for 10 years, right? So he'd done the time. He'd done the time. But Conor McGregor had fought something, something like eight fights or something. He hadn't fought many fights. And he was calling out the guy who'd been doing it for 10 years. So was he the best? No, he wasn't. But he was acting like the best. And he believed he was the best. And he was doing the thing that the best do. And what I'm talking about is, like, just let me talk about his preparation from what I saw in the documentary. In the, in the documentary uh, of him leading up to the fight, of, for Aldo, he, um, he flew his whole team out to Vegas. He flew his whole team out to Vegas and he hired a house, like a huge house, where all of his team lived. So he had his nutritionist, his physio, his, his you know, trainers, like everyone was there just ready, literally just to, to tell him, okay, right, eat this now, do this now. Um, like his preparation was, was second to none, right? Because he was acting like he was the champ. The guy had not been in um, the UFC and had not fought for 10 years like Aldo had, but he was preparing as if he was. So what can you do in your life to start preparing yourself for your fight, preparing yourself for that moment, for that change, the whatever you're looking for, what can you do to start acting like preparing for that moment right now? What's the equivalent of you renting a piss-off big, big mansion in Vegas, bringing your team out for you to prepare for your fight? Have a think about that this week. Hopefully this episode helped. If you guys are on Instagram, hit us up, follow us, give us a little bit of a DM saying I'm loving the podcast, love what you're doing. Uh, my Instagram handle is at Jace Titus, J-A-S-E-T-I-T-U-S. And uh, same for Facebook. My uh, Facebook page is uh, facebook.com.au slash J-A-S-E-T-I-T-U-S, Jace Titus. Hit us up on social media. I'd love to chat to you guys. love to connect. If you've got any value out of this episode, the one thing I ask from you is that you share it with someone else in the form of giving them the value to or connecting them with the episode. Just hit share on, um, on the app. So thanks so much, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Speak to you guys on the next episode.